Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about The Boogeyman, the 2023 version. Um, this movie is directed by Rob Savage. It stars Sophia Thatcher, Chris Messina, and Vivian Lara Blair. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I could be wrong, but it's based off the short story by Stephen King. And uh, this movie centers around two sisters and their father who are dealing with the tragic passing of their uh, wife and mother. But things take a very dark turn when this dark entity latches onto their family. And uh, thus we have our film. Uh, this movie was originally supposed to come out on Hulu because it's a 20th, it's a film made by 20th Century Studios and um uh, if you guys know, that's the rebranded uh, Fox Network uh, movie studio after Fox was bought by uh, Disney. But uh, the movie had positive views on the re- on the uh, on the on the theater market, so uh, they had a theatrical release. And then I think it was was about a couple of weeks ago. I know it was the beginning of October when they dropped it on Hulu, but it did have a theatrical run earlier this year. Um, uh, this movie, I I remember when they announced this movie, I thought this was probably going to... I was like, isn't there already a movie called Boogeyman that came out like in the 2000s? Um, I vaguely remember that one, but I remember seeing this one. A lot of people saying it was actually pretty good. Uh, when the movie was... Uh, when the movie dropped on Hulu, I finally got a chance to watch it, and I thought, wow, this movie is... It, it, it has my attention. It's creepy. The way they shoot the angles of it, it reminded me of the movie Lights Out, the way that the creature of the, uh, the creature of the boogeyman, so to speak, is kept in shadow and everything like that. And I was like, well, I think the way they shoot this movie is very, very uh, unique. You know, with the movie like Lights Out, where the monster only appears in shadow and in the dark, you see the silhouette of it. The boogeyman kind of does something similar. You know, uh, Insidious kind of did the same thing with the red demon. But, um, I think the way the the way the boogeyman is shot, like the camera work and the lighting and everything like that. Like I think the fact that this girl has that ball light, you know, and I, I thought that made the the that made the tension much more uh much more in uh intuitive in that, intriguing. It made the suspense a lot more uh frightening in a way. Because the tension is suddenly risen when you see her kind of like rolling it everywhere. Especially the first time you see the creature under the bed. And everything like that. So, uh, I was under the impression that this was going to be like a run-of-the-mill, like, dark entity movie. Because every movie like this is the same. This dark entity has latched itself onto this family. And it's not going to let go until they get rid of it. And... And this movie was intriguing until the last, I don't want to say the last 15, 20 minutes. Once it got to the point where they have to face the monster head on, then it be, kind of became silly. Not necessarily silly, but it doesn't stick to landing. It's a poorly executed finale and everything like that. And, I mean, like I said, it's a run-of-the-mill monster movie. Uh, you don't really ever see the monster. You see it in drawings, you see it in shadow, but you never really get a close-up of it. And everything like that. And I think that's what kind of made the movie scary. The fact that you never saw the monster. Much I call it the alien effect. You know, you never saw the xenomorph until the very end of the movie. 
with the boogeyman, you never saw the monster until the until the very end. But even then, it's still dark. You never see it in its full form. And then when you do see it, it's kind of the CGI monster kind of looking thing, and it, the way it moves, it reminded me of the of the alien from um, from another Hulu movie that we just covered last week. Uh, uh, no one will save you. If you've seen that movie. The, the the alien when it's kind of the one of the designs of the alien when it's running through the field that's kind of essentially what the boogeyman is and it's got this kind of like red redness to it like a, a black and red very not that very similar to like uh the red demon from um from insidious even like a darth maul type um but yeah the look and feel of the monster was just so it it, it was creepy the you know when you saw it the problem is you didn't see it fully you know, like I said, the movie is told in the shadow. With a movie like Lights Out, that makes sense. But because you're in moments where it's lit around and you see the monster attacking you, you know, you kind of get an essence of what it looks like and everything like that. And with Boogeyman, you never really saw it at all. Even when they're trying to fight it at the end, um, you barely see it. And I think the ending was kind of like so underwhelming. And there's a little bit of that uh, cliffhanger ending, like, you don't know whether or not they're going to do another one. Uh, honestly, I hope they don't because I didn't think this movie was all that great. Um, it did uh, It did have its moments of being entertaining. Like I think like the the darkness and the creepiness of the film of like those those tension building moments of the little girl walking around in the dark and with that ball of light, that was scary when the older sister kind of does some investigating on her own to kind of get the backstory on this dark entity, that was kind of scary, you know, and everything like that. And it's a great performance from the two girls as well. Um, it's not something that you would say that is, uh, it's not something you would say that is like groundbreaking or anything like that, or it doesn't, it's not a, holy shit, this is an amazing performance or anything like that. It's a good performance for what they do, for what the story they're trying to tell. And everything like that. Um, uh, there's not too much to say about this film. Like, I think the movie's about an hour and 45 minutes long. But I think that first hour, it's intriguing. Once we get to the point where, all right, we know what we're up against. How are we going to stop it? Then it kind of, that's where it falls off the wet. Not necessarily falls off the rails, but it becomes predictable. It becomes cliche. It becomes generic. You know, it becomes a very similar film that we've seen plenty of times with movies like lights out or um even a movie like uh uh ouija where you know you, you you see what you're up against and you have to kind of go against it you know you have to you know plan for it and everything like that but this movie i think the difference between those movies is that those movies were i would say poorly executed not lights out i actually like lights out but like ouija poorly executed the first annabelle is kind of poorly executed but um, the boogeyman, this version of the boogeyman was kind of cool. I think, I don't know. It's just something about it. Like I, I, I've never read the short story. Uh, so I couldn't really tell some of Stephen King's novels are kind of hit and miss. Uh, like, like his iconic ones are the shining, you know, even though, uh, Stephen King hates the movie because it, it took a lot out and it changes the ending. Uh, it's still a great movie. A movie like Cujo, or a movie like Pet Cemetery, or a movie like um, uh, what's it, a Dream Catcher. If you ever seen that movie, definitely check that one out. But if you ever seen movies like that, it kind of has 
a lot of tributes to the the book and everything like that. And even a movie like 1408, which is another Stephen King short story, um, you know, it's so simple, it's so simplistic that the simplicity of it, you know, the, a guy trapped in a haunted hotel room, it's very simple. I think they tried to put a little bit more uh, of a complex script uh, or a complex writing into this film that it kind of loses itself when it comes time to kind of face the monster head on. And um, that's my only complaint with this film is that it's good until the very end. You know, once we have to, once we have to do what we got to do to get rid of this monster and everything like that, that's where the movie kind of falls apart. You know, it becomes generic and it becomes, that's when it becomes the super cliche of the, the final battle with the monster and everything like that. So, you know, once it becomes that it's, I don't want to say it's less entertaining, but it, it becomes one of those movies that doesn't lose itself, but it doesn't become, it doesn't stick the landing, so to speak. You know, you're invested all the way through, but once we get past the, the, um, once we get past the exposition parts and once we get past what it looks like and what it can actually do, then we, um, then, you know, we see what we're up against. And then it's always that one part at the very end where, it is a bit, you know, not rushed or anything like that, but it is a bit underwhelming, so to speak. So, this movie was okay. Uh, there wasn't a... It wasn't creepy. I mean, it wasn't scary by any means. It is has its moments a bit being creepy and dark, which, you know, if you're looking for something to watch on, on Halloween or looking for a horror movie to watch to kind of get into the mood or, you know, just, look, just looking for something to watch in general, uh, definitely check this movie out. Uh, it's on Hulu. And, uh, I wouldn't say it's like over the top scary, but it's not that bad either. So, you know, there is that, you know, it's kind of like a generic in the middle. Like I said at the beginning, a run of the mill monster movie. And, um, you know, if, if you're a fan of Stephen King's right, like I said, I've never read the novel or the, the short story that it's based on. So I couldn't really distinguish the difference in writing or in tone or anything like that. But if you're a Stephen King fan, this is something that you can actually check out. Um, uh, but anyways, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you liked the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcasts from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Uh, let me know what you guys thought about the 2023 version of Boogeyman. Um, I did mention that I, I got this movie confused with the other Boogeyman film that came out. Um, I have no idea when that movie had come out and everything like that. But, um, uh, but I remember when this was announced, I was like, did they make a movie like that already? And uh, I, I don't remember. I think I might review the other one too while I'm at it since we are got two days left. Uh in the month of October, but, um, if you, if you're a fan of Stephen King's films, let me know on Instagram or Twitter, what is your favorite Stephen King adaptation, what is your favorite Stephen King novel, whatever the case may be, let me know, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21, uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out, uh, like I said, we are about two days left in the month of October, so these last two, these next two episodes coming up are going to be strictly horror movies, uh, we covered this one. I've already covered Five Nights at Freddy. Definitely listen to that one. Uh, so uh, be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. I'm not sure how I'm going to do uh, this coming week as we go into November and everything like that. There's a bunch of stuff I do want to talk about, such as the World Series and such as um, uh, Loki Season 2. So 
bear with me as I try to get everything together and we get the content out uh, as quickly as possible. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And of course, as always, be sure to embrace your inner madness.